Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind. My name is Robert Lamb. And I'm Julie Douglas. Julie, you're familiar with the seven deadly sins, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gluttony. Yeah. I'm all over that. Well, there, well, there's more than just gluttony. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There's, there's lust, there's gluttony, there's greed, there's sloth, there's wrath, there's envy, and then the the, the queen of the, uh, the seven deadly sins, pride. The queen, so-called by Pope St. Gregory, right? Yeah, who largely popularized this uh, this list of seven deadly sins, drawing on older traditions. Uh, I mean, you look back to like the book of Proverbs, uh, you have King Solomon dealing with like seven deadlies in a sense. Uh, so uh, there's an older tradition there, but Gregory's really the, the popular, really popularized uh, these, yeah. uh, these seven deadly sins. So we're thinking, hey, let's examine these. We're all into talking about where science meets human experience. Philosophy and science kind of duke it out, what's going you know, on with, with various uh, parts of the human experience. So uh, let's. Uh, we've decided we're going to tackle each of these seven deadly sins. Yeah. And uh, just in case we get slothful and don't finish, we figured let's, <laughs> let's start with the big one. Let's go ahead and tackle the, the, the mother of, of sins, pride. Which I have to say, I was a little bit surprised that this is considered the mother Pride. I mean, that doesn't, you know. Pride cometh before the fall, though, right? It's the. Uh, I mean, I, I instantly think back to uh, to to the Divine Comedy, uh, Dante's Inferno, mm-hmm. and all. And uh, it, it's interesting. There's a you know you have all these these various circles and uh, bulges in um, 
in, in Dante's hell mm-hmm. uh, that they dish out various punishments. So there's like, you know, like the lustful are punished in one way and then there are heretics in another and, and it goes all the way down to where at the very bottom you have, uh, Satan himself and various betrayers and deceivers mm-hmm. uh, frozen in this lake. So, uh, but, but it's, what's interesting is that there's not really a particular circle in hell that's devoted to the prideful. Because there's there's a lot of pride going on in hell. You you encounter uh, prideful individuals at various uh, levels. For instance, there's Farinata. Uh, it's a pretty proud heretic that you encounter. There's a thief by the name of Vanni Fusi. There's this really awesome part where he is essentially so prideful. Uh, he he's in hell and he's basically giving God the finger, but it's not the finger. It's this Italian thing called the figs. Where, uh, oh, the figos. Oh, you is this a, this a modern thing too? Uh, there's uh, there's just a. Italian term that I know that's oh, okay. not very nice. Well, it's where you uh, you take your thumb mm-hmm. and you, you make a fist and then stick your thumb up mm-hmm. through your middle and the index finger, mm-hmm. and then you kind of and, and then with the with your knuckles facing out, you kind of like shake your fist, and then ideally you do this uh, on both hands, uh, like uh, like like our friend uh, the thief in Dante's Inferno, and he shakes them to heaven. We're like doing this, this right yeah. now. Yeah. So. Um, I, I'm always mindful of that there's, there's actually apparently in um, in twelve twenty eight, the citizens of Pistoria um, fixed uh, two of these figs on uh, on the, this marble tower and aimed them at Florence. So you had like whole buildings making figs at, at other cities. It's pretty amazing. I, if uh, if memory serves right, I believe the figs have a phallic. Um, yes, it's a very symbol. phallic yeah. thing. It's mm-hmm. you know masculine, female. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't really have to use your imagination all that much uh, to see. Right. What if it's you're looking at. down, if you've done this and you're looking down at your hands right now, you're going to be like, oh, that's a little creepy looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, so you, you have various prideful individuals and pride is a part of all these other sins in, in Dante's hell. Though, if you travel up to the Mount of Purgatory, uh, which is the, the focus of the second volume in the Divine Comedy, in Purgatory, you have the Mount of Purgatory, which is this mountain that uh, connects earth to heaven. And if you are not, you're not bad enough, say, to wind up in hell, but you still have some work to do. You still got some, uh, some rough corners mm-hmm. to, to buff out before you can actually walk through the pearly gates. Then you need to go through purgatory. And purgatory is this mountain with these various terraces. And on each terrace, if you start out at the bottom, you have seven P's, uh, on your forehead, these seven marks. Okay. And as you travel through each terrace, you work off one of these marks until you're you're pure enough to actually enter the earthly paradise and ascend. So the the first level that you have to go through on the Mount of Purgatory deals with pride. And so you have a, you have individuals walking around on this terrace uh, carrying heavy rocks in their backs. So the weight's forcing them to walk slowly. Their bodies are bent low to the ground. So that is probably the most direct way that pride itself is dealt with in the Divine Comedy, though it. it it pops up time and time again as uh, as part and parcel to other major sins. Like I mean, Satan himself, the great deceiver, the great sinner. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, his fall is all about pride. Well, yeah, and from what I read too about Leviathan, the snake is the spirit of pride, right? And right. actually is masquerading as the Holy Ghost and may enter someone and displace 
this is my interpretation, God is the center, right? So you're replacing mm-hmm. God with yourself as the center. And right. so perhaps this is why it's the queen of all sins. And, and certainly outside of the, uh, the Christian tradition, you see pride show up as a major downfall to, uh, in human nature. Uh, for instance, the, the, the wheel of life in Tibetan Buddhism, the uh, wheel of sansara, you see uh, these various uh, realms in which a human may become reincarnated, the various mm-hmm. states of being. So there's like an animal realm, there's a human realm, there's uh, there, there are hell realms, and then there are these, these upper realms uh, of existence, including the deva realm. And this is like the, the realm of the gods, where these mighty beings uh, do their thing, but they're so consumed by ego and they're so blind to the suffering of others that uh, even though they're long-lived, when they die, they're often reincarnated into the lower realms, into, say, the, the hell realms, because uh, their lives ended up having such nasty results hmm. and were so uh, karmatically awful. So, uh, Just for being a little bit puffed up. Well, they, they were more than a little <laughs> bit puffed up. They, were, they had godlike pride, and that was their, their fall. And then, of course, the other thing is that Tibetan Buddhism especially, it's all about finding that balance, that equanimity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the human realm is the this this desired uh, realm because this is the realm from which you can actually achieve liberation and rise above all the other realms and rise above the cycle of endless rebirth and death where uh, the individual is spiraling through all these different cycles of, of outrageous pride and outrageous despair and outrageous violence and just pure like animal existence eventually rises above all that in, hmm. in, through liberation and the, the, the Noble Eightfold Path. All right. So that's the way that you would uh, achieve this, right? Right. Okay. Um, and that's the philosophical side. But let's look at the science side of pride. Because yes. it turns out there is a scientific part uh, when you're talking about pride in the human being. So it turns out that pride is actually an adaptive virtue. Um, and this is from Discover Magazine's article, I Didn't Send It, it Was My Brain. Um, they say that most of us perceive ourselves as slightly smarter, smarter, funnier, more talented, and better looking than average. These rose-colored glasses are apparently important to mental health, the psychological immune system that protects us from despair. This is from uh, Julian Paul Keenan, and he's the director of Cognitive Neuroimaging laboratory and professor of psychology at Montclair State University in New Jersey. And um, so apparently this is something that we need as social animals Mm -hmm. in order to bolster ourselves. And they actually have found that we start uh, expressing pride as early as two and a half years old and by age four able to recognize it. So which sort of points to something being hardwired in ourselves to to be able to negotiate the, the social contract that we all have. Um, entered into. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing about pride. It's, it's, you, you need to have pride in what you do. Like, nobody wants to be around somebody who, who doesn't believe in their own ability. Like, no, like, nobody wants to hire somebody who, who isn't going to say, yeah, I'm great at what I do and you should hire me. I mean, that's just. Well, right. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how, in terms of groupthink, people are looking, uh, really as pride as a marker in someone. Mm-hmm. And not only that, humility isn't always what it's cracked up to be. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I did want to point out that there seems to be some sort of universality when it comes to pride. Um, it, it looks like this. It's a slight smile, a head oh, tilt, yes. mm-hmm. uh, with hands on the hips or, or uh, your hands raised high. 
and Dr. Tracy and David Matsumoto, a psychologist at San Francisco State, analyzed spontaneous responses to winning or losing a judo match during the 2004 Olympic and Paralympic Games, and they found that expressions of pride after a victory were similar for athletes from 37 nations, uh, including for 53 blind competitors, many of them who were blind from birth. So the idea is that this isn't just a simple act of imitation. In other words, we, we see one another do it. It's not learned behavior. It's it's actually something that's emerging. Yeah. It's a physical cue. Exactly. Yeah. There's something going on in our brains that is uh, pulling the puppet strings of expression for pride. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get back to all this. Uh, so hang in there. One second. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Rob, as the uh, the local host with allergies here, they sent you some of their nasal spray to treat your allergies. What was your experience like? Yeah, that's right. I always wrestle with the pollen a bit when it rolls in during the spring. So they sent me the little uh, nasal spray. I tried out the product and yeah, it sure did help me get on top of my symptoms for the day. And it's so fast acting, uh, it was already kicking in before I left the house. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can get Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use this directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. If you haven't heard of Visible, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. Having a one-line plan means you only need you to save. No estranged roommates, exes, cousins twice removed, or AI-powered humanoid robots needed. And because $25 a month really means $25 a month, you can call, text, stream, whatever, as much as you want without worrying about getting dinged at the end of the month. No hidden fees, no surprises. No, really. It's like the old saying goes, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. So spread the word. Tell all your friends there's a wireless company out there with transparency in their name, and they're called Visible. Start saving on wireless today at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then, through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI, and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI in revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Obviously, there are two sort of branches of pride. There's the sort of authentic pride uh, where, yeah, you want to be prideful about stuff that you're good at. You want to believe in yourself. You want to have uh, enough optimism to carry out your your daily life. Mm-hmm. But then there's this realm of hubris where you're just vain and prideful to an, an annoying or just destructive extent. Yeah, that's more in the category of narcissism. Yeah. And someone who's very arrogant. It's kind of like jerk uh, jerk pride, I guess you could say. Yeah, very much like this sinful, like, I'm Satan, I'm great uh, kind of pride. Or the or the Deva pride, you know, where, the, where you have these beings that are just enormously powerful and just do not care uh, about the suffering going on around them. Yeah, right. So, I mean, that's that's the problem with pride, right? Right. I mean, the, there's, there's the pride that empowers versus the pride that blinds, exactly. and the pride that wounds. Yeah. And let's talk about some of the psychology of that pride in society. Um, there was a study on uh, 62 undergraduates who took tests that were supposedly measuring their spatial IQ. Mm-hmm. And really, the patterns that were flashed before them were going way too fast that they couldn't actually... Um, perform on this test. That wasn't the point. The point is that afterwards, the researchers took all of them aside, or some of them not, and gave them feedback on how they did. Mm -hmm. And so they gave them, they either didn't give them any feedback at all, or they said, uh, with little or no expression, you did very well, or they completely gushed and said, you did great. (laughs) Um, And of course, again, this they took this test and it was um, it wasn't really about the results of it because they couldn't really finish it, but they didn't know that uh, the participants then sat down in a group to solve similar puzzles so that researchers could assess their behavior based on the feedback that they had given them, and they found that the puffed up, prideful students were perceived as being both more dominant and more likable than those who didn't get a seal of approval from the researchers, and they were really surprised about that because they thought that the the other um, Students would be considered boastful or um, just arrogant. Mm. They didn't realize that this was a big sp- social component that those people were actually uh, looked up to. Yeah, because and, they had pride. And it also there's something to say here too about the the power of positive reinforcement. You know, like, mm-hmm. like build up uh, certainly the people that work for you and the, and the people around you. You know, because that puts them in a uh, a better position to excel. 
Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's sort of, a, sort of a sidebar on that experiment. So that's psychology of pride in society, but let's talk about psychology of pride in your own self. Yes, in the individual. And this is where the research of uh, Julian Paul Keenan is particularly interesting. Yeah. Um, he's a director of Cognitive uh, Neuroimaging Laboratory and professor of psychology at uh, Montclair State University in New Jer- Jersey, New Jersey. Uh, and and uh, as his title implies, he's done a lot of work uh, peering inside the brain and seeing what's actually happening uh, in moments of, of pride. Yeah, he did. He got into, uh, into people's brains because what he started to realize is that, and this is a quote for him, those who see themselves as they truly are not so funny, a bad driver, overweight, have a greater chance of being diagnosed with clinical depression. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to take this premise of people who are a little bit more self-aware and see what was going on in their brains. Right, and he found that it actually there's actually less mental energy typically involved in puffing ourselves up mm-hmm. than tearing ourselves down. Even though they're 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 very similar uh, on a neurological level, like they're uh, both actions are are tied to to more or less the same region of the brain. Mm-hmm. In particular, uh, Keenan was interested in the MPFC. And this is brain terrain just uh, behind the forehead, and this is what helps shape awareness of self, right? Right. And he used a magnetic field called transcranial magnetic stimulation, uh, TMS. We've actually talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, applied to the scalp of volunteers, and it temporarily scrambled the signals in this area um, of the brain. Selectively shutting off this region of the brain, yeah. which uh, uh, I neglected to say what MPFC stands for. It is the... Uh, Medial prefrontal cortex. Right. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he, he has this means to briefly shut off the MPFC in his volunteers. Uh, switches them off, and, and then he watches as the, the normal, everyday arrogance melts away from these individuals. And apparently is not a pretty sight. No, no, they, they see themselves as they really are without glossing over negative characteristics. Um, so, and, and I think it's fascinating that, that the whole TMS, transcranial magnetic stimulation, that you can sit there with a magnet and actually manipulate that part of the brain. It's mm-hmm. just, on a side note, very creepy to me. Um, but there was a study by Haidehiko Tahikishi of the National Institute of Radiological Sciences in Japan, and researchers asked volunteers to imagine themselves winning a prize or trouncing an opponent while their brains were being scanned. And they showed less activation in brain regions associated with introspection and self-conscious thought than people induced to feel negative emotions like shame or embarrassment. So the conclusion is that, um, as you had stated before, we accept positive feedback about ourselves readily, right? There's less energy. We just go, oh, okay, and we accept that, mm-hmm. um, rather than compared with something like guilt or embarrassment. Um, which the brain really tends to go over a little bit more. Another uh, thing to come out of Keenan's work that I thought was interesting was that he pointed out that self-deprecation and uh, self-deceptive pride, yeah. they're both located in the same region of the brain, like it's, uh, and they both serve the same purpose, and that is to advance in society, mm-hmm. which makes you know makes sense. One person may say uh, they're being really self-deprecating because they're they're sort of fishing for. Uh, for boost me ups, they're they're, they're, yeah. they're looking for yeah. sympathy or like, oh no, you did fine. You're really not not that bad at uh, this thing that you you know you're you're harping about. Uh, versus the person who is uh, who is just unrealistically pumping themselves up because they're they're trying to make others believe in this boastful reality that they're putting forth. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. If you haven't heard of Visible, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. 
Having a one-line plan means you only need you to save. No estranged roommates, exes, cousins twice removed, or AI-powered humanoid robots needed. And because $25 a month really means $25 a month, you can call, text, stream, whatever, as much as you want without worrying about getting dinged at the end of the month. No hidden fees, no surprises. No, really. It's like the old saying goes, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. So spread the word. Tell all your friends there's a wireless company out there with transparency in their name, and they're called Visible. Start saving on wireless today at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then, through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI, and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI in revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting in the, this unctuous, ingratiating behavior, this, this humility is masquerading, Yeah, really. 
Like it's the difference. Like if one person was saying, like, "Man, I am so beautiful," and people were like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you are beautiful." And you keep talking about it. I'm buying into it now. And then the other person is saying, "Oh man, I'm so not beautiful." And then people are like, "Oh no, you are beautiful." Like it's similar results of like in terms of other people's what other people are saying and or thinking about you. Or I'm not as beautiful as you are. And you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. ingratiating yourself in that way, which is really interesting. And it's really, I, I find that fascinating that using the same um, TMS, he was able to detect that. And effectively study something that for the longest was, was, was really not studied all that much because it was sort of considered in the same way that there's not uh, – a particular region in Dante's Inferno. There's not a particular circle that's just devoted to pride. It was just thought that it was too elusive, that it was just too, it was too everywhere and nowhere to really succinctly study. Well, it's not as, you know, sexy as anger or fear. People, right, they didn't think that there was much to it. But in fact, it's really uh, part and parcel of the way that we interact with one another Mm -hmm. and the way that we're perceived. And I do, I do really find it very interesting that um, you can see this taking place in the brain you know, when he is, um, when Keenan is manipulating that one area about self-awareness mm-hmm. and how all of that just melts away yeah. and someone can see themselves for, for who they are, which, you know, we've brought this up before, but like, wow, I mean, that, that makes me think about how, again, how much we construct our own reality mm-hmm. and how much of our brains really inform who we are, our personalities. So the science kind of falls in line with some of what we kind of already knew about pride uh, in that there's... There's both a, a a light and a dark side to pride. There is a there's a balanced level of pride that allows us to uh, to to go about our daily lives and our professional lives and our personal lives in a reasonable manner. And then there's a uh, cases where there's there's not enough pride, uh, where one mm-hmm. is more prone to depression. And uh, and then there's a uh, there's overwhelming pride. There's just pure hubris where uh, the individual is just violently strutting forth like a, a peacock uh, through life. <laughs> Like a peacock in a uh, china shop. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like this, this idea of it being therapeutic, too, though. Yeah. Sort of a, you know, fake it till you make it thing. Yeah. I mean, and, and to think back, uh, you know, too, on these these examples, like you see writings of, uh, you know, individuals like uh, St. Benedict, who compares uh, pride and humility to Jacob's ladder, this dream vision of this ladder that allows one to reach heaven and God, and the idea that... Um, any like any kind of pride is a step down the ladder, the ladder, and then a humility, a step of humility is a step up the ladder. But then you have, you know, you've had other people point out that pride is really kind of a, it's almost kind of like a safety feature uh, with other sins. Like if you were enjoying food, and it and it might it seem to be uh, uh, that you're going down the road to gluttony. Well, then pride should should cut in at some point and stop you and be like, whoa, I should as, as great as this food is, I also I'm kind of prideful about how I look, so I should maybe hold off so that I don't ruin that with excessive burger eating. I see a, a book in here, like How to Make the Seven Sins Work for You well, by pe- Robert Lamb. Well, no, well, those books already exist, but they're, <laughs> well, one is called The Satanic Bible uh, by Anton LaVey. But, um, because then the, cause the whole thing, I read it in, like, in high school. But like a lot of that is like him, Anton LaVey, arguing it's like all oh, these seven deadly sins, they're really seven deadly virtues because they're all great. And blah blah blah, and I, that's the thing. There's certainly an, an argument to be made for any of these sins. Like, at what point is it is it really something that hurts us, and at what point is it just a part of who we are, and is it more hurtful to ignore it? Um, which is, I, I, that's going to be a topic that's going to continue to come up as we examine each of these uh, so-called sins uh, from the standpoint of science. That's right. Yeah, in psychology and, and all that. Next up, envy.
Is it? Next up is Envy? I believe it is. Okay. That's the second one. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, until... Not to boast. Not to boast. <laughs> well, uh, tell us what you think. What do you think about pride? How it factors into your daily life and how it factors into uh, the various competing worldviews in the world around, around us. Do you, do you agree with St. Benedict? Do you agree with Anton LaVey? Let us know. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook. On Facebook, we are Stuff to Blow Your Mind, and on Twitter, we are Below the Mind. And you can also drop us a note at BelowTheMind at Discovery.com. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join House to Work staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. The future of wireless is here, and it's transparent. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees, no surprises, no, really. What are you waiting for? Get with the times and switch to Visible at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 